where it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Bright and early. Wake up. Get out of bed. I mean, it's time to get the day going. Welcome into the studio. I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah, hey, I was listening to a comedian this morning, Bill. He was talking about people at the airport. He goes, "Do they realize that people can see them?" <laughs> wearing, Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, wearing pajamas into the airport and have their pillow, their home yeah. pillow, their pillow from their bed at home with them. Can he said, "Can you imagine taking your home pillow out the front door?" <laughs> No. Into the car. And then he said they get to these airports in their pajamas. And then it's 2 in the afternoon. They just lay down in the floor, take a nap. And put their pillow on the floor. He said right over there in front of uh, uh, Panda Express. Yeah, feel free. Just lay down in the floor. That's why they make those airline pillows. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, pajamas. Come on now. Pajamas in the airport. Look, all right, I'm on the air early with you. This is uh, a little different day. Mentioned it yesterday, but just so you know, my name's Matt. First name Matt, last name Wyatt. Cowboy Bill is here pushing all the buttons and making this thing happen, and you're here, therefore we have a radio show. But, yes, in a different time slot. We're a couple of hours early today uh, because things are moving and shaking. we got to cover some ground this afternoon in the old uh, pickup so uh, I'm on the air a couple of hours early with you. It'll be wheels up. Yeah, I'm going to be peeling out of the parking yeah. lot today at, uh, after the radio shows, uh, which is normally about the time we're starting the radio show. So if you're hearing my voice uh, live, we're in a different time slot today, a little early, and I appreciate you being part of the show. So I, I, I don't want to be broken record here and bore you, but just to reiterate this is a live radio show, so get on in here. You can text me on the country please and text line. It's eight eight five ESPN. It's an eight eight. It's a six zero one number, eight eight five three seven seven six. Text me, and that's one way you can be a part of the show. Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. They are the oldest Kubota dealer in the entire United States of America, right here at home at Divini, which means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else. So call me. And I get they have an air-conditioned lawnmower. They absolutely do. In the showroom. <laughs> saw it myself. Yeah, I Jonathan, saw it on you on the website when you were playing the commercial. I said, yeah. look at that. Yeah, Jonathan uh, uh, McMillan from Divini on uh, Highway 51 in Madison mm-hmm. up there at Gluckstadt. He's like, come in here. i got to show you this. Man. We go in. I've seen <laughs> zero-turn mowers. Yeah, I've driven zero-turn mowers. Not much, but I have. I had never seen one that had a cab on it that closes big, nice windows you can see out all directions with an air-conditioned, you know, cab. Blows, blows right down on the back of your head. Right on the back, back of your, your head. head. That's great. <laughs> I mean, you could be like my college Louvier? roommate. You listening, Louvier? You could be like my college roommate, my who is now my brother-in-law, Rob Morgan. And every road trip, we were roommates uh, on the football team together for five years. Every game. We And we dressed out for every game we were ever in college for for five years because even that first year we were redshirting, because we were uh, two of the four quarterbacks on the roster, they still let us dress out for the games. 
And so we were roommates, home games, road games for five straight years. Every football game we had at State from 1990, the 95 season through the 99 season, <laughs> we were rooming together in the hotel. <laughs> and Rob, he's, I wouldn't call him type A personality, but he's a pretty strong-willed guy. And, I, you know, I whatever you want to do, Rob, with the thermostat's fine with me. I don't care. I, I'm If it's cold, I'm okay. If it's hot, I'm okay. I'll make it one way or the other. I just deal with it. He needed the room to be cold. Yeah. He, every time we stepped into the hotel room, he turned the thermostat down as low as it would go, get it as cold as he could get it, get it to the point that I'm talking September or November, the windows would fog over. Mm-hmm. The only way you could stand to be in that hotel room was to get under the covers. I mean, just bundle up. That's how cold he wanted it, right? Well, well he probably could, did that, too. He probably lowered it down every time. and then got under the covers. It did. That doesn't make sense. He did. And yeah. I don't know what it is, just his way of doing things. And so, um, Rob, if you're listening, he is now Coach Morgan over at Warren Central High School. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Rob, if you're listening, this lawnmower is for you. Yeah. We got to get Thibodeau to go out there and get him one. You know, he's bought stuff from Davini not long ago. He needs to upgrade. And you said it, Bill. Thibodeau's the kind of guy that needs this because he's spent so much time in the lawnmower, especially in a week like this when we've got above average temperatures. He needs it now when it's 90-something degrees out there. If you ever needed, Thibodeau, an air-conditioned lawnmower, it's this week. Go check it out. Okay? Anyway. It's, It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how many do so, they have? Just the one? I'm sure they've got more than yeah. one. The well, one buy, that I saw is part you buy to put on it. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And the one I saw is in the showroom yeah. already. He cranked it up, and drove it around the showroom. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so call me on the Divinity phone. The number to call it's a six zero one number nine nine five one zero five nine. Got it? Six zero one nine nine five one zero five nine. Sorry to bury the lead, Rebels. The Ole Miss Rebels. Mm are on fire on the baseball diamond. They didn't just beat Arkansas last night. They dismantled Arkansas. They embarrassed Arkansas. They, as uh, Beaver would say, whipped. 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 Whipped Arkansas last night. And they got it started with two runs in the top of the first inning. They scored two in the first, two in the second, two in the third, four in the fifth, three in the eighth for a 13 to five win over Arkansas last night to send the Razorbacks into the loser's bracket. 13 runs on 13 hits for Ole Miss last night. Five runs on eight hits. Now both teams had an error. And here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. Y'all watch the game. I didn't get to see all the game. They had 13 runs. And left 12 on base. Arkansas had five runs, only left five on base. I mean, it was. Uh, and how about, um, you know, how about the game they got out of bench who goes four for six with a double and uh, drove in two, scored four times in the leadoff spot? How about the game you got out of Elko? Okay. He had one big hit. It's a. It's. A uh, uh, three-run home run. I mean, it's just. How about Graham? He continued. I don't know that you've had a hotter hitter uh, throughout uh, the World Series so far than Kevin Graham. He goes two for four last night, drives in another couple of runs, and um, 
And then, of course, Harris at the bottom of the lineup, a three-for-four night with a home run, two doubles, and drove in four. He's batting three forty-seven on the year. And then, you know, again, what they did at the plate does not, I don't think, or shouldn't anyway, overshadow what they got out of Elliott on the mound. Six and a third for him in his start and uh, through an exact 100 pitches and 62 of those were strikes. You know, only four strikeouts of the 27 batters that he faced, but he gets eight ground ball outs. Didn't give up a lot of hard contact. One earned run on just three hits. Only walked two of the 27 batters he faced. And you're talking about a freshman. So um, they are as hot as it gets. Okay, and to set it up, you may know, but I'm just going to make it clear. Uh, Try to frame it up for you. You have two teams now in Omaha who are squarely in the driver's seat on either side of the bracket. Okay, in bracket one, Oklahoma hasn't lost. They are 2-0. and It means somebody's going to have to beat them twice to keep them out of the finals. And in bracket two, Ole Miss is now 2-0, and and somebody's going to have to beat them twice to keep them out of the finals in bracket two. Those two teams, Oklahoma and Ole Miss, are squarely in control. Squarely in control of their sides of the brackets. What does that mean? Today, by the way, Oklahoma and Ole Miss, the two teams that are in control, they don't have to play today. They get a day off. They don't play again until tomorrow. Another way to frame it, too, is when they play tomorrow, Ole Miss and Oklahoma both are one win away apiece from reaching the College World Series finals. It is, it's not a sure thing, but it is likely we're going to have an Oklahoma versus Ole Miss final. But some other things have to happen. Today, you'll have two games in Omaha, and they both are going to be elimination games. Notre Dame and Texas A&M at 1 o'clock Central today. Loser is out. The winner between Notre Dame and Texas A&M will move on to face Oklahoma, and the winner between Notre Dame and Texas A&M will have to beat Oklahoma twice in order for them to reach the finals. And then on this side of the bracket, tonight, Arkansas and Auburn at 6. The loser is done. The winner moves on to face Ole Miss, again, needing to beat Ole Miss twice. So just, again, reframe. Two games today. They are both elimination games. At 1 o'clock, it's Notre Dame versus Texas A&M. And at 6 o'clock, it's Arkansas versus Auburn. Winners of those today will move on and play Wednesday, and uh, they'll try to force that final game. You know, State was in the same position Ole Miss was in last year. State was in that same position. They won their first two games. They're sitting there 2-0 and on their side of the bracket. And Texas beat Virginia to move into that final with State. Texas needed to beat State twice to move on. And you'll remember, uh, Ivan Melendez had a walk, well, not a walk-off, but had the big ninth-inning home run in the rain after rain delay to force that final game, giving State their first loss. But then State walked off Texas, thanks to Tanner Leggett, and that sent State to the final. Just kind of put it in perspective of where this is. But Ole Miss, nobody has been as or more dominant in the baseball postseason as Ole Miss, and they continued it last night. That's where we are. All right, uh, we can get into anything you want to get into here today. Hit me up. We'll hit the phone line right now. Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. LSU 10 is on the phone. What's up, LSU 10? Hey, man, a couple of weeks ago you were bragging about food at Dean House. 
The what? Well, hold on, hold on. Be- time out. Wait a minute. I was bragging about what? You broke up on us. About the food at the Ding House restaurant. At the where? The Ding House. That wasn't me. Yeah, I don't, that was somebody else. You got me confused with somebody else. Most of the time the guy comes on the show after you then. Okay, but what right. what were you what were you going to say about it? Well, they used to be in the parking lot where Kroger is on fifty five. Yeah, and obviously they, on the show that they were talking about, I thought of you. I apologize for that. Okay, no problem. The belt park closed down for the free full of cats. <laughs> oh yeah, you, I remember that. Yeah. that. I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah, I remember when that all happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, we thank, we appreciate the update, LSU team. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Full of cats. Appreciate yeah. the call. That's a problem with cats. There. <laughs> <laughs> More than one way to skin a cat. Oh, wait, that doesn't no, apply here, does wait it? Wait a minute. That does not apply here. <laughs> no. Um, all right, uh, we got, <laughs> and we're in a different time slot today, and everybody yeah. around here, Bill and probably remember Chris Brooks talking about that. Yeah, hey, slot. speaking of Chris Brooks. Guess who? If everything goes according to plan, we're going to talk to Chris Brooks, who used to do a radio show during this time every day. He's doing some other things now. He covers Ole Miss for 24-7 Sports and CBS, but I'm going to talk Ole Miss baseball with him later in the show, so that'll be a real treat. I'll get to hear Chris again. Uh, different time slot. I appreciate everyone here accommodating me on that. Uh, need to free up a couple of hours this afternoon to travel and do some stuff. So, uh, a little bit out of place, but I got a text here on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. I don't know who it's from, but it says, uh, it says, I guarantee that school up north would not be going this far in Omaha if we had not won a national championship last year. <laughs> well, I mean, what uh, are those things related? Let's think about it now. Are they related? Is it what in the wide wide world? Sports? What in the wide wide? Is it possible? Okay, well let's just let's just let's just peel the onion. I would say that yeah, it, it may be possible that uh, a team like Ole Miss, it could have been a team like Southern Miss, they were two wins away from it, might have watched State last year and said to themselves, okay, we don't have to be the best team all regular season. We just have to be the best at the end of the season. And that might help them to see the example that State set. Or might have just said, hey, look, they're from Mississippi. We're from Mississippi. If they can do it, we can do it. It might have given them some confidence. I, I, You know, it's possible. And those people do know each other. And baseball is really one of those where, you know, we talk about rivalries all the time. We'll go, well, they know each other. You know, they go to the same restaurants and they grew up in the same towns. You know, baseball, they all knew each other. Like a lot of these players, they've played each other in travel tournaments since they were seven years old, a bunch of them. Even the ones from different states know each other. They play on these same summer teams together in Florida every year, you know. It's where a lot of the recruiting goes on. So there's some familiarity there. Yeah, I mean, maybe so. But I will say this to to whoever uh, you are. I don't have a name. Some of the outside uh, anxiousness, emotion, other things like that, that flow in the into the fan side of this, you know, fans watching a game 
yes, last year when State was making its run, there were probably Ole Miss fans who don't who hate State, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, if State wins this, I'm going to have to listen to these State fans celebrate this thing, and they're going to be in my face, and they're going to be talking trash in Sunday school." Okay, well, on the fan side, that's real. Okay, and conversely, there are probably some doing that now with Ole Miss making this run. You got some state fans this year going, man. If Ole Miss wins this thing, I'm going to have to hear it for a whole year, and they're going to be talking trash at work on Monday, and you know, telling me y'all y'all won it last year, nanny nanny boo boo, we won it this year. You know, I don't want to have to. Sure, but the reason I'm saying all that is to say that those things, that emotion, those anxious thoughts, they don't make their way into the dugout. They just don't make their way into the team weight room or the meeting room or inside the lines or on the field. They just those things don't they don't make their way there yeah. the way we think they do sometimes. Well, I, I sent you my my rooting list. Did you saw that the other day? Right. The T. Where I All right. See if I can remember it. Ole Miss first. Ole Miss first. Then the SEC. Okay, as a conference. Yep. And then third was Notre Dame. No, third was Stanford, Stanford. because of the kid from Mississippi. Oh yeah. That was my rooting list. Boy, they had a tough time. Oh, did they? Yeah, they really did. They were they better. Were, they were better than that. <laughs> two and Q. Well, that's the thing about yeah. Omaha. Yeah. Is you can you're absolutely one of the eight best deserving to be there. You proved it by by being there. But you can go two and out. Some of the best teams. The best team this year didn't even make it there. That's Baseball right. is just so quirky yeah. in that way. Here's the other thing about that. I was thinking about this too. So Tennessee was so dominant during the regular season, regular baseball season. Maybe as dominant a regular season as anybody we've ever had in college baseball. Shockingly, they don't make it to Omaha. It's kind of like Arkansas last year. They were so dominant, regular season, shockingly don't make it to Omaha. That kind of stuff happens. But if you were to look at the results Ole Miss has had, now they played the road regional, they didn't host one, but still just look at the results. The scores of the games, they haven't lost a game, they've won every game they've played in the postseason, and then you start to add it up the way they shut out Southern Miss in back-to-back games. 10-0, 5-0. You know, um, they go in there against Auburn and give up one run, score five. You know, they score 13 runs against Arkansas pitching last night. Ole Miss's postseason results are what everyone thought we would see from Tennessee. Yep. This is supposed to be Tennessee doing this. Yep, sure is. Just looking in total control, unstoppable, mound at the plate, everywhere else. You thought, and I thought, and everyone thought this was what we would see from this year's Tennessee Volunteers. It, and and it's not only coming from a team that wasn't Tennessee. No, it's coming from a team that Tennessee swept in Oxford, just embarrassed them yep. in a three-game sweep. Who Mike Bianco has coached for over 20 years. It's the worst any team he's ever coached has looked up and found themselves a position they were in in the middle of the season at 7-14 and 14 in SEC. He's never had a team fall as far as 7-14 and 14 in the SEC in the regular season. And now look where they are. In total control. Mm-hmm. They are three wins away from a national championship. All they got to do is win three games. That's all. They don't even have to win three in a row. They just have to win three games. Because now they're in a position they've got to be, they've got to lose two in a row to not make it to the finals. What are the chances of this Ole Miss team losing two games in a row? Almost zero. (laughs) Yeah, the way they're playing now. 
the way they're playing right now. I mean, it's just the sport itself, but and it ha- it seems like it happens all the time. The sport itself can really fool you. Early season college baseball will absolutely fool you. And if the last couple of years don't drive the nail home, I don't understand what will. Again, last season, Arkansas. To that point, we hadn't seen anybody as dominant as they were. Arkansas, two years ago in the regular season, they had cops, this closer that you just couldn't hit. A lineup that was unstoppable. They swept the national champion in Starkville. Now think about that parallel. Last season, Arkansas, the most dominant team in the regular season, they're unstoppable. They win the SEC tournament. They swept Mississippi State in Starkville. State goes on wins the national championship. Arkansas didn't even make it. Now just replace the names of the teams this year. Yep. Tennessee, the most dominant team in the regular season. Tennessee won the SEC tournament. Tennessee swept Ole Miss in Oxford. Ole Miss is fixing to go win the national championship, and Tennessee didn't even make it there. I mean, <laughs> if you if you ever – and it's really a lesson for all of us, and I don't – I am not going to take this as an opportunity to stand on my box and say I told you so. I'm just going to say to the people who texted and called – about wanting to fire Mike Bianco two months ago. Yeah, how you feel now, huh? And who were saying <laughs> on the internet they were going to wear paper bags to the Ole Miss games two yeah. months ago. This has to be the lesson for you. You you just can't make your mind up about your team and your coach in the first two months of the season. You have to let the whole thing play out. That's baseball for you. It's not football. It's totally different. You can't watch baseball with a football mindset as a fan. All right. Speaking of football, I got magazines. I'll tell you what's in them coming up next. Stick around. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, what do you know? We had a visitor. <laughs> My man Thibodeau came by and brought gifts. Yep. He brought me a shirt. A maroon colored shirt. Yeah. Now, he had one on that was yeah. a different color. Yeah, he had a green one on, yeah. A green one. That's a Mo shirt. But it's a sh- shirt for mowing. It's one of those... Uh, uh, what do they call that particular uh, material? It it's, absorbs the uh, it, yeah, yeah, it keeps wicks you cool. the keeps and you keeps cool. you cool uh, shirt like a fishing shirt. Uh, love that material, long sleeve, and it's got the Magnolia Lawn Keepers logo on it, uh, phone number. See, so I'll be a walking billboard yeah. for Magnolia Lawn Keepers. Compliments to Thibodeau himself. Brought us some koozies. He brought us some koozies. I even stuck one around my coffee yeah. cup. Look at that. Even see, there worse. are perks to being here in the studio, <laughs> you see. Well, you said, you said, <laughs> look who's here when we went to the commercial break. I turned around and looked through the window. You didn't know who that was. Well, did you? I kind of didn't, but I saw the beard. <laughs> yeah. And I had seen his pictures that he's yeah. tweeted us and stuff. I'm like, that's Thibodeau. Yeah, I had met him before, so I knew. Uh, and he called me and told me he was on his way. Okay, so, so you knew. I surprised you. Magnolia Lawn Keepers. MagnoliaLawnKeepers.com. There you go, man. And I'm going to put the shirt on and wear it around. In fact, there you go. I'm going to mow grass at my house this afternoon. Yeah. I'll just wear it mowing this afternoon. <laughs> 
Now, Thibodeau, if I send you some business from Tupelo, I you know you'll just have to decide if you want to come all the way up there. Yeah. <laughs> or we may just open a Tupelo branch. How there about you go. that? Another branch, yeah. And just open a branch of the company. That's what we'll do. All right. So thank you, Thibodeau. Good to see you. And appreciate the gifts very, very much. I'm Matt Billis here. We're on early today. You may notice that if you're listening live in the middle of the day, uh, show is a couple of hours early. Uh, moved it up a time slot because we needed to. John, what's he talking about right here? My John, man, my man John Ba. John Bond, I bet they're in Omaha. I bet who's in, he said I bet they're in Omaha, but I who is it? The fire peeps. Who are we talking about? John, you got to make yourself clear, John. John, we didn't know who we were talking about. <laughs> we got a little sidetracked there, and and I got to talking about lawnmowers from uh, Kubota lawnmowers with. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually didn't know our phone number either. I don't know what his deal is, but because he, Thibodeau uh, has a Kubota lawnmower from mm-hmm. from Davini Equipment, he, and he it, loves he, it. He loves it. He's bragging on it, talking about it being a smooth ride. Hitting bumps. Drive with one finger. Doesn't hurt your back all day long, you know? Yeah. So uh, he got it from Bruce down at Divinity and Jackson. All right. Uh, y'all hit us up. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. We mentioned the aforementioned country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best sausage, in my opinion, hands down. The number again to text 601 number 885 ESPN. I told you wrong. Yeah. No, that's right. It's 885. 885 ESPN or 885 3776. And uh, give me a call on the Divini phone. That's 995 1059. All right. So I mentioned magazines. I didn't buy these magazines, these preseason football magazines. I didn't buy them. But my man, Jake Wimberly, did. Jake's running around here. Okay, wait. Time out. Yep. Time out. Call time out. Time oh, out. The fire Bianca, Bianca, Bianca people. Okay. Got now we yeah. got it. <laughs> Let's backtrack and yeah. cover this real quick before I get into the John, magazine. You stop the, talking the, in half thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's just a step ahead of us. Uh, I, I'm going to backtrack here. We'll get back to the magazine that Jake bought. What John Bond, my man John, but the John, John Bond. 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 John Bond. Bond. Not 007. He's 0013. Yeah, 0013. Or he's 013. Wait a minute. He wore number 13. Yeah, Can he be 007? I don't know. He'd be 0013. He would have made it. John Bond would have made a great Bond. Yeah. Just sort of a country version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, John, the John Bond, he, we were talking about the people that two months ago wanted to fire Mike Bianco and wear paper bags uh, to the stadium. I wonder if they've deleted their stuff they posted on the internet about that or do they leave it up for proof anyway john what he was talking about he said i bet they are in omaha yeah he's right the people that wanted to find he said, i bet you they're there yeah. they bought a ticket and they're not wearing bags on their heads <laughs> i bet they're all over facebook posting hotty toddy yeah and stuff like that but hey look okay we'll forgive them <laughs> but john guess what man you're right you are right. Exactly right. Okay, Jake bought some magazines. I didn't buy them. He did. The one that I buy every year is the Phil Steele magazine for college football because anything I need to know about a Mississippi State opponent since I get to do some radio for them for State 
is there. It's very helpful. And on this radio show, some of the information is very helpful. Once it comes out, I start using it when we're in the countdown. We, we are continuing the countdown of college football teams today. We're at 74, so that's coming up later. But here are a couple that have been around forever. And my man, Jake Wimberly, likes to buy the physical magazine, have it in his hand, too. So he's old-fashioned like me. I've bought digital copies before where you download it on your iPad or you can access it online. And they're all a little clunky as compared to just flipping through the magazine. So he has Athlon Sports College Football 2022 Preview Magazine right here, holding it in my hand. He bought the LSU version. It's got LSU guy on the front. And he bought Lindy Sports Southeastern 2022 Preview. And on the cover of this one is uh, somebody for... Uh, Ole Miss, I don't know who this is. And Will Rogers, the quarterback for State. Who's that guy right there for Ole Miss? You know who that is? I don't know who that is. And I can't tell if he's wearing 21 or 31. Yeah, I can't tell the number. That's uh, A.J. Finley. Okay. Number 21, safety, A.J. Finley on the cover alongside Will Rogers for State. Now, so it's the local version from Lindy's. And it's Mississippi centric. It says Lane Train Rolling, and then the other one for state is Will to Win. Get it? Mm-hmm. Rogers Return has State Stoked. Still play on words there. But here's my hey, can I? I'm kind of being grammar police. Bill, look at that. On the cover it says Will to Win, as in Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. Colon. Rogers return has state stoke. Shouldn't that be a possessive with a, an apostrophe on Rogers? Yeah, I think there should be one there. Maybe they couldn't fit it in, but maybe maybe not. It says Rogers. There should be a yeah, as in his name R O G E R S in the possessive. But since it isn't an S, it ought to have a apostrophe there to make it possessive because it's his return. His return, yeah. And there isn't one. All right, grammar. I almost said there ain't one, and then there you go. Then the grammar police. Then I'd be a hypocrite. (laughs) Never mind. We get the whole. So let me just tell you. Let me flip through here. It's also they've got a top ten Heisman list. They've got a top twelve quarterback transfers list. Y'all want to hear what they say about State and uh, Ole Miss? Uh, You may or may not like it. You may not care. In the contents, they list them as Mississippi and Mississippi State. That's how they list them. Uh, who cares, right? Let's see what they say about Ole Miss, and I'll tell you real quick. 2022 Ole Miss Rebels at a glance. Returning starters for Ole Miss, 11, 5 on offense, 6 on defense. Players to watch, quarterback Jackson Dart, running back Zach Evans, both transfers. Primary strengths, according to Lindy's, for Ole Miss. This team has playmakers at every position on the field. The roster is deeper, and Ole Miss has bodies on both sides of the trenches. What is this? What am I reading here? Who wrote this? Potential problems, the linebacker group. Eh, key losses, quarterback Matt Corral, running back Jerry on Ely. By the way, uh, who picked up Ely? If y'all are listening, somebody signed Jerry on Ely. He went undrafted, I think, and they signed him. But who was it? I was trying to think of that the other day, and I couldn't think of who the team was. Uh yeah, so I you know you have to help me out. Of course, we've got their schedule. No major. Pre- I don't see any major predictions right now for Ole Miss in this Lindy's magazine, at least on the team page. But I will give them credit. I haven't flipped through that Lindy's football magazine in, in recent years, but it's pretty doggone uh, comprehensive. Several pages for each team. 
Um, returning stats, returning individual stats, returner, uh, the guys who return in position groups have got them arranged that way if you want to read it. You can read about recruits, uh, which they have an entire recruiting page on there. So this is pretty good. I, I mean, Diamondbacks. Who? It says Diamondbacks. I don't know why would they said Arizona. Well, but not you the know, Diamondbacks. Okay, Patrick. Is he, is he, okay, is he, he gonna, is a two sport guy. Yeah. He is a two sport so guy. They, they they definitely draft. But the football. Play. That's it, Patrick. Thank you. I, I, yeah. It's the Chiefs. The Chiefs, Chiefs. signed him in free agency Chiefs, to yeah. give him an opportunity. And they got, also got they're drafted in baseball too. Right. Right. He's a two sport guy. Um, how about this? There's an opposing coach's view for Ole Miss. Let's check this out real quick. Where am I on time here? I don't want to get too – yeah, we'll have to come back and do state in a minute. close. So uh, this is Lindy's Magazine, opposing coach's view. Quote, I think the key is how good they are this year without Matt Corral and offensive coordinator Jeff Levy. I've watched Jeff Levy. I think Levy is the best-kept secret in football, and if the Auburn job opens up, I think Auburn should hire Levy. He's now the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. Another quote from an opposing coach. They got a couple of good offensive guys in the portal. The defense was better under DJ Durkin, but I still wouldn't consider them a good defense. Time is going to tell. If Ole Miss wins eight games this year, it's a great job. That's from an opposing coach. All right, so this is Lindy's. Hey, Jake, appreciate you buying this magazine, man, because I get to read it. I didn't, I'm not even out of pocket mm. anything. <laughs> hey, old money bags, Jake. I'm not giving away everything in the magazine. So <laughs> I'm going to flip the page, and I'll tell you what it says about Mike Leach's team at State next. Uh, Yeah, and what opposing coaches are saying about State's team. From the Lindy's College Football Magazine coming up. A whole page there on Will Rogers. So anyway, I'll give you a few of those coming up next here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. It's go time. Let's go. With a Matt Lyon Show. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think right now. i tell you what, it's good to be here uh, in the home Farm Bureau Insurance Studio in Jackson because I get to <laughs> see Bill face-to-face. I get to talk to people like Jake Wimberly during the commercial break. I jumped up. I went into the break room to get some coffee, and I hear this voice that sounds like the radio, and it's Jake going, oh, look at here. We're meeting at the coffee pot. I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't even have to see him. I know exactly who it is yeah. because I hear his voice, the voice Jake Wimberly. And I didn't get all the coffee. I got just enough, and I left him yeah, He'll some. make more. And then he came, and uh, I was telling him, thank you for buying this Lindy's Southeastern uh, Football Preview Magazine. It's got Will Rogers on the cover and and some different stuff so that I could read it on the air and have some content that I didn't pay for. <laughs> I thanked him for that and um, <clears throat> and all that. And we talked about Ole Miss getting ready to win the national championship in baseball. Which uh, I think he and I both agree. Now, I'm a state guy. I don't really know for sure what Jake is, but for sure. But, you know, I'm obviously a state guy. And so I was all about it last year. He likes Miami a lot. Yeah. He wears all kinds of clothes. Well, he went to Mississippi State. Yeah. But he's not maybe as diehard as I am. And I'm a state guy. I was there as much fan as anything else last year, you know, (laughs) pulling for it. But I do agree, and, and we seem to agree that it's just, it's good for. The state of Mississippi, and it's kind of good for the radio business as a whole, and everything. It's just good for everything. If 
if you know if Ole Miss goes and wins it, state's not there this year. Ole Miss go and win it, and the state of Mississippi claiming back-to-back national championships in baseball would be a good thing. The state really does kind of deserve it because nobody supports college baseball like the people in the state of Mississippi. And I know diehard state fans cringe. There's a group that's like, I don't want Ole Miss to ever win anything ever. <laughs> but I think the overall picture is just it speaks to how competitive it is and how good it is in this state. And ultimately, uh, it's kind of a good thing. All right. Here we go. Divinity Equipment phone line on line one. Judy hanging on. Hey, Judy, how are you? Hey, Matt. I'm so glad you're on early today. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to um, be. I wish I could do it every day, but life, you know, we got life. But yeah, I'm glad we to be do here have today. life. Yeah. And welcome to Jackson. Thank you. You're at the home of Farm Bureau. Yep. Um, I, I agree with the people you just referred to who don't ever support Ole Miss for anything. Mm. I'm one of those. Yeah. But I would love to see the trophy stay in Mississippi. Yeah. The College World Series champions being a Mississippi team. Yes, sir. I'm all for that. Yeah. Well, I please I, tell me. Okay. I'm all sorry, right. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. I interrupted yes. you. You go ahead. I'm changing the subject. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yes. I think it's it's just like I said the other day, and, and baseball is a little different in this state, so it's looked at a little different. And I do know, I know Ole Miss fans and some Southern Miss fans who were genuinely rooting for State to go ahead and win it last year. They genuinely wanted to see that. And I, I think this year, too, there's just, you know, there's a lot of people in baseball circles that may not be Ole Miss fans, but they're genuine. Uh, they genuinely want to see Elko uh, have a moment. They genuinely want to see Mike Bianco get it done, you know, after all he's put into it. And so, yeah, it's a little different. Baseball is just a little different in this state for sure. It is, and Mike Elko had a great game last night. I was excited. Believe it or not, I was excited when he hit that home run. And to see his smile as he ran the bases, it it made my heart feel good. Yep. Believe it or not. Now, my next question it stays on Ole Miss, but it goes back to football. Whatever happened to John Mike Slumley? He was the greatest thing since sliced bread <laughs> until Matt Corral. Yeah. Showed up. And yeah. then I didn't hear anything more about John Rice Plumley. Okay. Uh John Rice Plumley transferred to Central Florida and okay. he will be a member of the football team at Central Florida this fall. And of course, you know, Gus Malzahn is the coach there, now the former Auburn coach. And he he transferred to play baseball and football at Central Florida. But what happened, Judy, is and I don't even know how to explain it, but somehow in this free transfer era that we have, uh, the timing of it, the timing at, with which he transferred didn't allow him to compete in baseball oh. this spring. Now, I'm just speculating here, but it was something like, okay, he played football for Ole Miss in the fall, and since he had done that, and transferred in the middle of the school year between first and second semester, it meant he had to technically, as an athlete, he's still on the clock for Ole Miss this spring, and he couldn't start as a student athlete at Central Florida until the coming fall, if that makes any sense. 
Well, it doesn't make sense, but then it does. That's the NCAA. (laughs) And I don't understand the NCAA rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I'm still a Mississippi State diehard fan, and I'm pulling for my Bulldogs in any and every sport they play in. Uh, I did not cry tears, but I wanted to. Yeah. What? When? When, do you remember when I called and said, is it time to cry yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the next week I called back and I said, I think it's time to cry. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. You were crying on we'll the inside? We'll come back. Okay. We'll be back, and then after the next baseball season, we'll be able to have the trophy in Mississippi three years in a row. There you go. That's that's it. We'll look forward to next year. Judy, Appreciate your phone call. Have a great as always. day, man. Yes, ma'am. You too. Have a great day. Good to talk to Go you. Go for the old three-peat. Yeah, that's right. The old three-peat. Um, Mac in Vicksburg texted the show, and uh, he said, this feels like one of those sermons where you feel like the preacher is talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flowood Rep says the rule is you can't play two different universities within the same school calendar year, which is right because he played football in the fall. He would have had to transfer in the fall and miss the football season, all that kind of stuff. Free American texted the show and said, I really want Ole Miss to do good. When, uh, this is, uh, I don't know, but do good. Also, if State didn't win last year, I couldn't root for Ole Miss at all. See, that's another thing about it, too. I think you've got some, a lot of State fans, and they're like, yeah, man, let's watch Ole Miss go win this thing. Uh, and it's easier for them to do that this year because you got a championship in your pocket. <laughs> Whereas if you didn't, you you might feel totally different about it. That's how that rivalry stuff goes. Now, Sun Devil Macy texted the show and said, I need to know the coffee that Jake Wimberly drinks that enables him to be so energized that he can speak faster than any auctioneer or carnival barker <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. It's impressive, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But the words aren't always right. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. it's – it's, it's, uh, what is he? He's more quantity. <laughs> All get, coaches are in coaching. Well, hopefully for a couple reasons. One, for education and young people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> oh, we love you, Jake. We love you, man. How does, he, like, how does he pronunciate that? Jake. He's like a grown-up Eddie Munster with that haircut. <laughs> yeah. He just walked by, too. Yeah. yeah. Jake is the man. Hey, uh, speaking of Jake the man, like I said, he bought this magazine. The Lindy's Southeastern 2022 College Football Preview. Uh, I told you what it said about Ole Miss a minute ago. The cover, it's got an Ole Miss player and said, Lane Train Rolling. It's also got Will Rogers from State on the cover. It says, Will to Win. Rogers' return has State stoked. And so here's what it said in the magazine, some things about State. Returning starters, 14 Pretty good. Six on offense, seven on defense. Get the punter back. Players to watch. Will Rogers, Ra Ra Thomas. I love that name. By the way, Ra Ra Thomas is switching to number zero this year. He's going to be number zero on offense. Receiver Austin Williams. Number one Juco offensive tackle Percy Lewis. Tyrus Wheat linebacker. On and on. Uh, let's see. Potential well, primary strengths. Experienced in the air raid scheme on offense. Getting uh, Jordan Davis back from the ACL and defense. Potential problems. State's secondary has a mixture of concerns and new players transferring in. 
but they're very experienced. We went over that. Um, okay, so there you go. If you want to get the magazine, you can read all of it if you'd like to. I'm not going to read you all of it. Here's what I wanted to look at here. Here we go. Opposing coaches. This is neat. Lindy's does this. They are anonymous coaches quotes. I really got on their case one time, and I said, that coaches aren't giving you anonymous quotes. They're making it up. But, hey, here, here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back and read them to you now. Okay. <laughs> uh, one coach said, Mike Leach is an oddball, but he's got that quarterback back. He's got to have a better plan against eight drop teams. That's where he really struggles because he doesn't have a running attack. If he'd incorporate the run game, it would help his passing attack. Defense is solid. All right, here's another quote, opposing coach. Leach has done a nice job and his personality and offense enamors kids to go there. In the state of Mississippi, there are two clear differences in the head coaches. Leach and Lane Kiffin, both are offensive coaches, but with different styles and personalities. I'm really kind of pleasantly surprised at his success at state so far. He's very competitive. Okay, I could have wrote that. But anyway, uh, it's neat, and it's pretty in-depth. There's an entire two-page deal here on Will Rogers asking about Heisman contention and things like that. So check it out. The college football preview magazines are hitting the shelf. That's hour one. It's in the books. Hour two coming up, and we'll talk with our old buddy Chris Brooks from 24-7 Sports about Ole Miss baseball. Stick around for that, would you, in the Farm Bureau studio.